Hi, everyone. This is Steve Bowes. Recently, the HR Happy Hour and H3HR Advisors team attended the iSolved Connect conference in Nashville, Tennessee. At the event, we sat down with several iSolved leaders and iSolved customers to talk about some of the most important topics, issues, and trends in the world of work, HCM technology, and more. This episode is a part of that series recorded at the event, and we're excited to share them with you. Thanks to our friends at iSolved, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour. You are here with Trish and my special guest host, Karen Steed. Karen. It is good to be back on. <laughs> I know, right? We're here at iSolve Connect, and we have had a great day so far. We've done some recordings with all different people. Um, right now, we're going to have a few minutes with Jeff Webb, who is the VP of Product Marketing and Strategy here, and Kelly Rico, VP of Product Management and Training. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank Thanks you. For well, I thought before we get started, I know we've got a lot of, of area to cover with you both. Um, we want to hear all about the product and all of the innovations mm-hmm. because I came here a year ago and was thoroughly impressed, as Jeff knows, um, with a lot that your clients were doing with the product. And so I know, I'm sure in this year, uh, additional year of pandemic, you guys have been heads down doing this. Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I've been with ISOF a couple of years now, and really my role is to lead a team of people very much focused on looking forward, understanding the direction of the challenges that customers face, how they can best overcome them, and really sort of knitting together the technology and the services to drive the sort of innovation and feed that information into the world of Kelly, where she can actually build the very things that we then take to market. Great, and Kelly, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I've been with ISOF for 10 years. Uh, Started out as an implementation specialist, which I only bring that up because I like that I had the opportunity to learn in depth on the field how the product works before I moved to the product team. That's interesting. What I mean, I've worked on the product side before myself and also in HR. What do you think was most valuable about doing it that direction? Because I don't know that a lot of people have that implementation experience. It's a really different experience. I think being on the floor and understanding the frustrations that the customers may have, even uh, frustrations that their employees bring to them, helps give a different insight now when I'm building the product because I'm trying to put that customer hat on right? as we're building the roadmap. From day one. You know, one thing I saw, they've moved it now, but you had a board, which was very interesting for anyone who's just, you know, listening and not here, um, where your customers can actually come and sort of give their ideas of what they would like. Do you use that? That's what I really want to know. We do. So we actually take all the information off the board. It's a lot of work. We take all the information off the board and put it into our product tracker. And each year we give stats on how many of the ideas we actually brought to life. Okay. So that's a really interesting way to do it because, I mean, I've talked to many vendors. I've worked for a vendor over the years. I don't know anyone that's doing it that way. Maybe they are, but I just have not seen that. So that's really interesting that you really give your... Uh, customers a voice in a much different, more direct way than them having to maybe call in with a complaint or make a ticket, right? right? A lot of times it's more of a a passive thing that customers come in and say, oh, I wish it would do this or that or the other thing, right? So you all are just really just innovating them in that way. We, We do. We put a lot of energy and effort into engaging with the customers and the network partners that we work with as well to drive the direction of the technology and the services. It's it's really the only way you can make sure you stay grounded, right? You don't get obsessed about just building technology for its own sake. You're really driving it towards, the, to Kelly's point, solving the problems that customers face every day. So we engage with them here. We engage them out on roadshows. We engage them through the just regular meetings to advisory boards and it's it's incredibly healthy for an organization like us. Yeah, I just felt like 
Uh, the word connect, we keep talking about this, Karen, where it, it makes such a difference to not just employee engagement, but to your customer engagement, right? And how they feel part of it versus just something that they're buying that comes at them that's one directional, if you will. So I do feel like that's really unique too. Yeah. Um, so in terms of, you know, the product itself, I'd like to geek out a little bit with you two over the next, you know, <laughs> little short bit here, but could you maybe, I, I don't know who this goes to, I'll let you two decide who answers, but, you know, one of the things that is really impressive about the way that your products, uh, you know, really help your, your customers is you build so much information into the product itself. So I know analytics, benchmarking, that's a big sort of element of the product. Kelly, is that maybe more for you or is that more of a strategic question? Who wants to take? I think we can both answer it, but okay, it's like the kind of, uh, yeah, but I think it's the kind of thing, um, you know, from my perspective, for us, we, we firmly believe that, that, you know, as an organization, that HR teams that are very agile when they, when, how they respond to challenges, that are very data-driven, are able to make much better decisions earlier. And, you know, those things in service of delivering a really good employee experience. That's a consistent theme that you'll hear us talk about all the time. That capacity to be data-driven, to unlock all of the power that, that HR teams have in all of the information they gather, is something that's really driving a lot of that innovation in our platform right now. And the predictive people analytics technology, which is this sort of modeling technology, along with sort of looking for trend lines and analytics in, in the data that's already there, is a huge part of what we're going to be talking about tomorrow when we actually do some uh, some future of the roadmap kind of things. But what we're actually being able to do now is to think about the five million, more than five million people that we have on the ISOL People Cloud platform. We have an incredible amount of information that we can anonymize it, we can aggregate that, and then we can perform analytics on it to really start to build meaningful benchmarks that are very, very much grounded in the reality of day-to-day -day HR practice, business practices around the US and then deliver that directly through the platform to customers, to HR teams, to our partners, so that they can make really good decisions based on real information. And that's one of the things that we're super excited about. We're gonna be showing this. We're gonna be driving this to the course of next year, building in more analytics, more machine learning to really shape the direction of how you use that information. You know, and that's that's really newer, I think, than people realize because, again, I've been out of HR, I think, seven years now. Um, as a practitioner, and mm -hmm. even seven years ago, we did not have easy access to this kind of, we, it was still big data, right? People were just talking about big data, but we didn't know how to get it, what to do with it. If I had it, then what? You know, there were just a lot of what ifs. Maybe, Kelly, can you talk a little bit about just that evolution in the last, say, decade of, of using data that you're collecting with the tools? Yeah, I mean, the, the data that um, you can get out of the system, I think naturally, like you said, you couldn't find that information anywhere, right? Salary.com was not a big thing. Now you can go on, but you have to buy into all of that stuff. With the ISOL platform, having all of that data right at the fingertips, I mean, things like benefit costs, how much you're paying somebody based on their location and the job that they're doing will help make sure that HR leaders have the opportunity to hire the best candidates. Right. Probably not also just from a hiring perspective, but even from pay equity as you were an employee, correct? Right, in an ongoing way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Um, are they able to sort of slice and dice that in a way where they can see um, other industries or their industry? Maybe talk a little bit about how, how do they visualize that once they're yeah. customer? Absolutely. So within the, the predictive people analytics platform, you can do any type of graph that you want, bar graphs, chart graphs, but they can slice and dice it based on industries and locations. 
So I know in our demo that we're going to do tomorrow, we're looking at, I think, iron workers in Iowa. So you can drill specifically down to a position that an employee holds and the location that they're at. See, now that's so cool. I have you ever seen anything like that? I have not. One of the, the nice things about the way that the people cloud is built as well is that you know, we're, we're, we're gathering information from even before someone's hired, like during just the basic interview process, we connect all of those pieces together and so you have a single sort of golden thread of the employee that runs through every single module from, from hiring, onboarding, benefits, payroll, HR, um, engagement management, collaboration tools, so that as we, we can use that information to bubble up insights through the predictive analytics modules so that you can really see, like, not only to your point, how do I find and bring people on board, but how do I engage them better? How do I retain them? How do I develop them? And what's working for my organization compared to, say, other similar organizations around the US or in my area? That's, that capacity to unlock that is something we think is really new. And it's really, really transformational when you think about HR taking a strategic role in the business. Well, it's great to hear that you're using all of this data for good and, and really um, using that in the roadmap to see where that's going to take ISALT here coming up. So what are like the big things that we're focusing on in, in the next years? A lot of the bigger things that we're focusing on outside of the benchmark analytics, um, we're just about to launch our total compensation, which does tie a little bit into the, the predicted people analytics, but um, having employees have access to the total comp statement is critical, I think, in making sure that they know how valuable they are and you know what the company is actually giving to them. Uh, outside of total comp, we've also just partnered with Rapid for the on-demand pay. So we know, you know, not like James said in his keynote today, a lot of employees don't have bank accounts, which seems crazy, but a lot of them don't. And this will give them that opportunity to get the on-demand pay right when they need it. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think, you know, the numbers vary, but it's as high as 80% of the workforce is dustless, right? And yep. so a large number of them may or may not have, you know, a payroll account, I mean, a bank account for payroll. So. Um, I think that's certainly something that's going to benefit those employees if that's sort of the manufacturing, maybe, or retail, or whatever industry you're in, if you have a high population of people. Really, and they don't want a bank account. They just want an account where their pay goes in and have access to that. Um, you mentioned total compensation. So this is what I find fascinating. I feel like, you know, for the last probably 20 years, We've been wanting to give employees this information. I've certainly sat there in a Word document or an access <laughs> database trying to create something, right, to, to give them. A, I'd be embarrassed to show you what I created probably over the years or what other HR professionals. Like, so I want maybe both of you to touch a little bit on, sure, you're doing things that are innovative, right, like brand new, never been thought of Maybe talk a little bit about what are some of those things like like that, where it's it's maybe been an issue that HR professionals have been sort of solving on paper for a long time, but it really is still equally important to have on your roadmap, right? So Kelly, maybe you first. What what do you think um, your your customers are sort of doing to drive that with you? Both things that are truly just out of the box innovative, have never been done, versus something like that where it's just really helpful to them to have someone do that for them. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the, the smaller things that we've released, and smaller things can actually be bigger things, are helping our customers, things like our expense management tool. I know when we talk through, expense has been around for a long time, but being able to automate that so that the HR team is not helping collect receipts, mm -hmm. scanning them in, right? 
manually reimbursing their employees, I think, is definitely a key piece that we've rolled out. And Jeff, what about, like, just strategically as you're thinking ahead, like, is there any... Is that a thought that you have when you're thinking about like, okay, do we go back through some of the old ways that people do things just to really try and transform those? We do. In fact, I think, you know, we are often balancing, and, and this is something that, you know, that, that Kelly's genius really plays into is her ability to balance the, the sort of the, the major innovation pieces with the core process and just improving those pieces so that we're adding and enriching the functionality to remove the kind of the friction and the pain of HR process. I also think, um, couple of areas where I know we've very focused, making things accessible, making it easy to get access to the kind of the fabric of HR in your business. So I think about some of the more innovative things around um, the sort of natural language processing ability of the platform, where you can talk to the platform and have it do things for you. We see a lot of opportunity there in things like benefits administration, just onboarding, checking your benefit statement, understanding where you stand, just making that easy. To your point, when people are out on the road, doing that from a phone, with a very simple set of questions that you can speak or type in. Um, I think the other area that, that for me is really interesting and I think is making a big difference for our customers is increasingly as we, we mesh and we sort of meld the software part of our business with the HR augmentation the services piece as well. Because one of the things that we do as a business is we also work very closely to bring expertise on tap and on demand to the customers that we work with. As we think about how you bring sort of technology and services together to sort of focus on particular sets of business challenges, that's really, really interesting. And, and while it's not, it doesn't drive necessary technology innovation, it does change the way that people think about interacting with us as a business and how they start to plan to solve problems. And, you know, we talk to organizations who are, I was going to have to hire five people. Actually, now, I don't need to hire that many people to do this. My current people will actually be able to do less of their time, spend less time on sort of, you know, the basic operational functions, more time on strategy. We've got you, you guys on tap to answer difficult questions. It helps them grow in their career. It helps my business be more efficient and more productive, and we just can engage more deeply. And I think that's really, really fascinating change for us over the last year or so. Really will drive that in the future too. Well, that probably also helps, I think, with the great resignation, where people are just finding it hard to fill some of the roles anyway. Absolutely. Right? So yep. if they're automating, then that should help at least alleviate a little bit of that pressure. Maybe. Yep, yep. Well, I know uh, my last question is going to be around sustainability. I mean, you, you hit on accessibility, so thank you for hitting on that because I think that's that's something that a lot of the vendors we hear from are not really focused on. Right. Um, we actually just did some recent research. We're going to have a report coming out shortly, um, and it's going to be uh, featured at Unleash around how organizations are really having a much greater focus on accessibility of the technology. Have you thought, the other one we hear a lot is sustainability. Is that something that's starting to kind of, or maybe it's already been a part of your thought processes around how you design the product, how your uh, customers are using your product? Yeah, I think for us, you know, the, the capacity to deliver as a cloud service makes it very much easier to maintain, to deliver. You know, you're, you're, there's a lot of the sort of benefits around cloud which you're aggregating delivery of services, it ultimately makes it more efficient to do so, right? So I think for us, we've always been very focused on can we make this an efficient delivery, which ultimately, you know, makes it easier for everybody to live with, and therefore you have a sustainability gain right there. Right, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We're so glad that you were able to take some time out of your, your busy schedule here. I know you've uh, you've got a session coming up, is that right? Oh yeah, right now. Through, uh, right now? All right, well good. Well, I wish everyone could be here for that, but since you can't, thank you for sharing the, the little bits. Where can they go to find out more information about what you are both doing to design for the future? 
you know, our core website, isolvedhcm.com, is absolutely a great place to start. You'll find a huge amount of information there. Also, frankly, come to connect. We'd love to see you here. I love that. Definitely come back. And then uh, for both of you, Jeff and Kelly, the people connect on LinkedIn. Is that the absolutely. best way if they want to connect with you? Yep. All right. Very good. Well, we will share that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, Thank you. Karen. Great. Thanks, right? Another great interview with the book. It was great. I've learned so much. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.